You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. International success coach and noted author, Constance Arnold, delivers life-changing strategies through her own spiritual practices, as well as with best-selling authors and experts that she interviews. Think, Believe, and Manifest is specially designed to empower your mind and words to work for you and to bring about a life you've been dreaming of. And now, here's Constance Arnold. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And, of course, I am Constance Arnold, host of the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show on the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And I am so grateful that you have joined me today from all over the world. And if you are listening to this uh, show today, I can truly say with all of the faith that's on the inside of me that the Spirit of God has attracted you here And open yourself up to receive the downloads, the revelations, and the insights that you need in order to shift and change your life so that you can live that abundant and purposeful life that God created you to live. Well, I hope that you are having a a great day today. It's a wonderful, beautiful day here in the ATL and I am doing fine. Uh, We all are excited about uh, coming out of quarantine and uh, just excited to see what the Spirit has for us. There should be an expectation in your life of something new, uh, something, a new vibration, a new way of thinking, being or feeling. So just begin to meditate on that. Well, my very special guest today is the one and only Mr. John Asaraf, and we all know John from the movie The Secret, and he's going to be talking to us about uh, really how we can unlock our brain in order to create success. He is a an expert, a mindset expert globally. Can't wait to hear what he has to say. But before I bring John on, I just want to make a couple of observations. You know, there is so much going on in the world today. I mean, the pandemic and uh, it's just a lot going on. And I just want to encourage all of you to really uh, get in um, a vibration of prayer, a vibration of centeredness, to pray and send declarations out to the world. You know, the Bible says that if any two shall agree as touching or having, and I'm going to change that as manifesting anything that it shall be done for them. There is power in, some people call it collective consciousness. That's thinking the same. Uh, So I just want to send a prayer out. Um, I'm going to call it a declaration. Um, I, I just declare and decree wholeness in the world, abundance, equity, prosperity, healing, new ideas, new mindsets. And I declare and decree for everybody listening that their best years are ahead of them. I declare and decree downloads and solutions and ideas that would change humanity. I declare and decree the peace of God, the shalom of God, the love of God, the mercy and the hope of God and the grace of God. 
I declare and decree, and so it is. I send it out globally to every country, to every every nation. Amen. And so it is. And you see what I just did, what I just for those two minutes or however long that was, I was just centered and focused in on and declared, declared, I got that out, and decreed or spoke or prayed out loud what I desired. So I'm going to strongly encourage you to do that for our world. All right. Well, let me remind you to follow me on social media on my YouTube channel. I have tons of meditations that I have recorded for you. So go to my YouTube channel right now. Stop this recording and and listen to those affirmations. They're powerful. I have some on on prosperity, on finding a, a new career on abundance, on healing, on peace of mind. So subscribe and uh, enjoy my YouTube channel. Of course, you can follow me on Facebook, Coach with Constance, and on Instagram, LOA Constance. So you guys check that out while you're on Instagram. Make sure you take a screenshot of you, of my show, to show me that you're watching my show, right? And just make sure that you include me, tag me at LOA Constance and it's hashtag Think Believe Manifest. Well, I am excited about my upcoming virtual seminar. Yay! I want you to be there on Saturday, June 13th. Um, I'm having another virtual coaching seminar and I'm going to teach you how to achieve, accelerate and manifest an extraordinary life. And uh, I've just received just amazing. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Feedback. That's it. Uh, amazing feedback from um, participants and they just love it that I'm able to coach them in real time. And so that's why I only have 10 people because I'm really, really interested in number one, connecting with you and listening to you in hearing where you are uh, and teaching you how to move from where you are to where you desire to be. You know, I'm like bridging the gap. And uh, you've heard me say like how many times? A million times. Nobody does it by themselves. And so you're going to be with like-minded people, only 10 people from all over the world, male, female. I've already had some males who've already signed up. So instead of you flying here, I would love to meet you in person, but instead of you flying here and being here with me in person, virtually, we still can can connect on a deeper level. And so the bottom line is this, you know, during these pandemic times, I mean, all of us have been changed from the inside out. So I'm going to really teach you how to get into the vibration of what you desire, because we already know that you cannot create something new in an old vibration. Right. And so I'm going to be teaching you how to tap into the universal laws in your own business, personal, weight loss, changing careers, family life. 
and how you can retrain your brain. Of course, John is going to really share with us some powerful facts around that. But how can you retrain your brain so that your brain and your subconscious can realign with what your desires are? Because we know that when you retrain your brain and reprogram your subconscious, your behavior will begin to line up on the outside. That's why you're going to hear me say maybe a thousand more times, it's an inside job. I'm going to really help you to understand your why. Why do you want to manifest this particular goal, etc.? And I think one of the most important things is I'm going to teach you practical baby steps. We're going to think big, right? But we're going to start small. How can I have a consistent baby steps that will eventually move me towards my goal and or intention to create this extraordinary life? I'm going to also share with you how can you begin telling and writing a different story for your life. And then I love my baby step action plan. It works every time because guess what? Those baby steps eventually turn into quantum leaps. And that's what you're looking for. And so if you are ready for change, you know, I told somebody, um, I'm not convincing anybody of anything. You have to know. You have to be hungry. You have to say, I am sick and tired of being sick and tired. I am ready for something different. I tried it on my own. It ain't working. It's only $99. You're worth the investment. But you have to know that. I have a couple of spaces left. Uh, It's on a first come, first serve basis. And so if you're ready for change, I'm going to change that word change. If you're ready for transformation from the inside out, then go to my website, fulfillingyourpurpose.com, register, and then I'm going to send you worksheets prior to the event so that you can do a lot of the uh, pre-work prior to the virtual event so that when we get on the call or when we get in the virtual session, you already be primed and pumped and ready to go. So once again, that is fulfillingyourpurpose.com. And while you on that website, I know that this show is shifting and changing your life. If you want to pay it forward for somebody else, somebody sent me a cash app. I think it was $100. She said, I just want to thank you for your wisdom. I said, hallelujah. Thank you, my sister. Uh, She said, I just want to thank you for your nuggets that you give. I've been listening to you for years and you are the one who nurtures my soul. You are the one who pours into me. And she said, I want to pay this forward. So you can you can cash app me. That's dollar sign. Constance Arnold, no spaces. Or you can just go to my website and hit the red donate button. You know, it's something very powerful about giving that when you give 
Einstein from a scientific uh, background said that everything uh, operates in the boomerang effect. Everything goes in circles. So whatever you give comes back to you. From the spiritual perspective, the Bible says that when you give, it shall be given back to you. Because when you give, you're giving out of the vibration of abundance. And when you are in the abundance flow, more is going to come to you. Everybody see that? Well, I'm really excited. Yay. I can't wait to hear what John has to say. Guys, you listen to these quick commercials and then I'm going to be right back with the one and only John Asera. Do you have an upcoming event where you need a dynamic speaker? Constance Arnold is a sought-after keynote speaker that will enlighten the entire audience with proven strategies that are aligned with your organization's vision and mission. An experienced speaker for major Fortune 500 companies, Constance has entertained audiences with inspiring change. Constance would love to make your next event an extraordinary success. Contact her today at Constance at FulfillingYourPurpose.com. For the past 30 years, Constance Arnold has coached clients globally in the areas of relationships, wealth, and career. Her vast clinical background gives her extraordinary understanding of human behavior to accelerate manifestation. Every coaching client receives proven action plans to create change from the inside out. Constance will be right by your side. Talk to her today at Constance at FulfillingYourPurpose.com. Well, everybody, I'm back and I'm really excited. And I know you're saying, Constance, you're always excited. And I am. But especially today, uh, we are so blessed and honored. My very special guest is the one and only Mr. John Esaraf. And he has built, I want to read his bio because of his accomplishments. He has built built. Five uh, multi-million dollar companies, written two New York Times best-selling books and featured in eight movies, including the blockbuster hit The Secret. That's when we all fell in love with John and Quest for Success uh, with Richard Branson and the Dalai Lama. And just recently, uh, I saw him in the movie How Thoughts Become Things. John is one of the leading mindset and behavior experts in the world, and he has helped me including yours truly, discover how to strengthen, strengthen their mindset and upgrade their mental and emotional skills. Currently, John is the founder and CEO of Neurogym. You got to check it out, guys. A company dedicated to using the most advanced technologies and evidence-based brain training methods to really help us to really reach our maximized potential. And his latest book, which I just tried to download on Kindle, is Inner the New Science to Unlock Your Brain's Hidden Power. We're honored and blessed today. John, welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Hello there, Constance. <laughs> it's so great to be with you and everybody that's listening right now. Well, I have, I have been so excited of, of this entire week because I knew that you were going to be on the show. And uh, I shared with you, and I want to share with our listeners, that uh, John has a special place in my heart personally because in um, 2010 I was awarded a contract to train 10,000 women 
who were re-entering the marketplace and I was um, really going to deal with that emotional and psychological stuff and I used the excerpt from the secret was from the secret where John shared about his vision board and how he was living in his dream house and didn't know it. So I would use that excerpt, John, and then I would bring out the posters and the magazines and boy for an hour. Those women were dreaming, believing and hoping. Thank you so much. You're welcome so much. <laughs> well, with everything that's going on in the world right now, I love your work around how we can retrain our brain for success. What do you feel like, John, people really need to understand right now about the brain and this hidden power during these times? Oh, that's a loaded question. But let's start off with, uh, assuming everybody has a brain, right? And, right? and then saying, let's ask a little question. Is your brain, even though you may not feel it at times, but is your brain the most powerful organism that any scientist has ever seen? I would say and, I better answer yes to that. Yeah, I mean, we can't recreate the human brain for a hundred billion dollars. And we've tried, and we're trying. But here's the problem. We have this, let's call it a biocomputer, right? Mm -hmm. um, but we don't have the user's manual for it. But in the last 20 years, after 100 and some odd billion humans have walked on Earth, we're finally, because of technology able to understand the human brain a little bit better. And here's what I can promise everybody that's listening. It is so powerful and it can help you achieve your goals and dreams faster and easier than ever before, but you have to learn how to use it better. Hmm. That's hopefully what we'll talk about some today. Okay. So... How can people during these times of uncertainty, you know, feeling a loss, a lot of people are fearful, how can they learn to use their brain right in the middle of what's happening? What would that look like? Sure. So let's understand just a little bit about how our brains work. Okay. Number one, the priority that's at the top of our brains list is survival. Right. So anything that our brain perceives that could cause us to die uh, is going to ring the alarms at just an, a crazy rate. So right now, as we have this coronavirus, this predator at our doorstep that can actually kill us, the alert part of the brain, the fear center in the brain, the worry center in the brain is ringing on all cylinders. That bell is going off because the threat is real. The threat has already killed you know, over 100,000 people now. Um, that's just in the United States. Yeah. And that means that this invisible threat that we don't know how to contain totally yet that could kill us is at our door, part one. Part two, now we have the mental and emotional threat of dealing with the news, dealing with you know television, radio, the internet, uh, people texting, tweeting, and doing all this stuff, talking about this threat. So it's top of mind all day, every day for months now. 
So people are on what I call exhaustion fumes of dealing with this uh, threat on an ongoing basis. Now, let's add another layer to that. Now we have our hospitality industry decimated. We have our airline industry, our hotel industry. We have businesses going out of business, uh, you know, tens of thousands a week right now. We have, you know, 14, 15% of our workforce is unemployed with, you know, a 20, um, 35 or so million people out of a job. Um, people can't afford certain things. So there's an enormous amount of stress. And when that happens, in the absence of the skill that we need to deal with it, we feel stressed out. So when demand exceeds capacity, we feel stressed out and uncertain and fearful. Let me repeat that. Mm. When demand exceeds our capacity, now, not our abilities, but our capacity at the, at the time. So what happens is our Frankenstein brain gets really active. And Frankenstein is asking questions like, well, what if I lose my job? What if I lose my business? What if I don't make money? What if I lose money? What if I can't afford this? What if I can't afford that? What if I get hurt? What if I get the coronavirus? What if my sister does, my brother does, my mother, my father, my children? And so our Frankenstein brain in his effort to keep us safe and in our comfort zone is running all of these negative questions that our brain answers. Now that is where the problem begins for most people. They haven't learned that right next to their Frankenstein brain, there's also their Einstein brain. Mm. And Einstein is another part of the brain uh, and it's called the left prefrontal cortex. And Einstein says, well, what if I don't get it? And if I do, then here are the things that I can do to protect myself. You know, what if I figure out how to actually make money in this crazy time? What if I could do better than before? So when we use our Einstein brain, the imagination, the possibility part of us that can think, we're actually using the genius part of our brain to look for options and solutions instead of problems that we don't want. That's powerful. Yes, and that's the razor's edge. That's the difference between people right now that are running scared and squashing their potential versus people who are aware and trying to figure out how to make the most out of it. So, John, would listeners intentionally begin to tap into that Einstein brain? What would that look like? Well, what it would look like would be to be in a quiet space about once per hour for five minutes. And the first thing that I teach in the book Inner Size are, are inner sizes, ways to strengthen your mindset and emotional skills. And inner size number one is a very, very simple inner size to help you calm your fear and doubtful circuits in your brain. And all you have to do is stop whatever it is you're doing and breathe six times as slowly as you can in through your nose 
And then as you breathe out through your mouth, pretend that there's a straw in your lips and you're going to breathe the air out of the straw. Pretend straw. Slowly, 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 slowly. And when you do that six times, we can actually see blood flow change in the brain. We can actually see the stress circuit, the sympathetic nervous system deactivate, which is our fight or flight respond system and we can actually see the circuit of calmness activated so when we are in a calm state we've deactivated that worry fearful stressful part of our brain and we've activated that einstein calm part of our brain and now we can do what i call is inner size number two which is called aya a i a and the first a stands for awareness, awareness of the thoughts I've been having for the last 15 or 30 minutes, the emotions I've been feeling for the last 15 or 30 minutes, and the behaviors that I've been taking or not taking the last 15 or 30 minutes. Now, when I observe my thoughts, my emotions, and, I be, and my behaviors without judging myself, without blaming myself, without feeling ashamed or guilty, when I observe and then I say, what's my intention for the next 30 minutes? Let's say my intention is to be happy. My intention is to be focused. My intention is to be productive on this project that I want to finish. My intention is to fill in the blank. Now in a state of awareness, followed by intention, if we then go to the next A in Aya, it's action. What small little action step can I take right now? Not later, not, not, not tomorrow, now, towards the intention that I have. And what happens is when we can catch ourselves in a state of whether it's anger, uh, concern, worry, doubt, fear, anxiety, stress, whenever we can catch ourselves and interrupt the pattern and then shift over to awareness, intention, and the action that we want, now we have just interrupted a neural pattern that is disempowering us, and we have deliberately activated a pattern to empower us. And if we do that often enough, then our brain starts to learn to be aware. And it's in awareness that we have choice, and it's in choice that we have freedom. And when we start to develop this pattern through one time, 10 times, 30 times, 100 times, now we develop a pattern, a habit, where our brain starts to do this automatically. And it catches itself, makes you aware of it, and then you can deliberately change to being more positive, to be happier, to be productive, to be in alignment, to be focused, instead of everything that is moving you away from your goals and dreams. Mm. That is so hopeful for listeners. We all can do what you just shared, John. You mentioned habits. Yes. Expound on that. So when we are tapping into our Einstein brain and really just those two uh, exercises that you shared with us, are we developing new habits? Is that is yes. that what's happening? Yeah, so let's understand habits, right? Okay. And so before we talk about habits, let's ask everybody that's listening the question. Were you born with any habits? No. No. Were you born with any beliefs? No. 
Were you born with any emotions? No. Were you born knowing the meaning of anything, whether it was a, a spoon, a fork, a knife, a shoe, a lace, um, what applesauce is? No. No, you weren't born with any of it. You were born with the ability to learn and to create patterns in your brain. So if you think about patterns in the brain, the thought and emotional and behavioral patterns that produce results that are repeated over and over and over again go from conscious patterns that you're involved in, you're aware of it, to non-conscious or subconscious patterns that become habits. Now, why does our brain do that? Well, if you recall, the hierarchy of the brain, survival first, avoidance of pain or discomfort second, energy conservation third, and gaining of pleasure fourth, when we repeat any pattern, a good one, a bad one, a constructive one, destructive one, an empowering one, a disempowering one, our subconscious brain doesn't care about any of those things. Our subconscious brain is extremely smart and says, listen, since you're investing so much energy, time, and attention repeating this pattern, I'm just going to automate it so that you don't have to think. We don't have to use any of your energy to activate it and follow through on it. That's why you don't have to think about brushing your teeth. You don't have to think about how to brush your teeth or put on your blouse or dress or pants or jacket or whatever. You don't have to think about driving. You don't have to think about pouring yourself a glass of water. Those are all automated habits and behaviors that at one point you had to think about how to do them. And so the nature of a habit is very, very easy to understand when we think about energy conservation and we are all creatures of habits. Habit. Mm -hmm. So one of the keys when you do inner size number one and number two and you ask yourself a question, you know, do I have empowering habits? Do I have constructive habits? Are the habits that I have going to help me achieve my goals or not? And here's what we can do. When we understand a habit as a cluster of thoughts and emotions and feelings that drive behaviors, if we want to change from a disempowering or a, dis, or a dysfunctional habit to an empowering one, what we know about habits is that if we start a new habit and we reduce it to the ridiculously small. So if you want to start exercising, start with a one minute walk every day. If you want to start flossing your teeth, start by flossing one tooth every day. If you want to start reading more, start by reading one paragraph every day. If you want to stop something or start something, start with the lowest possible activity that'll help you get the ball shifted and rolling to develop a neurological pattern. Now, here's the, the uh, holy grail of habits. And everybody, if you haven't been paying attention, pay attention now. Okay. We're paying attention. I know. So it takes about 66 days to 365 days to develop a new habitual pattern. That sticks and will override an old pattern. So if you want to, for example, um, lose weight and keep it off, don't go on a diet. 
change your eating pattern for at least 100 days and change your exercise pattern for at least 100 days and change your sleeping pattern so that you're sleeping better for 100 days. Make a commitment to 100 days is the benchmark I use with all of my clients around the world. Why? Well, if it takes a minimum of 66 days, why do the minimum? Why not reinforce a new pattern? And here is the key. It doesn't matter how how strong or how intense the pattern is at the beginning. The habit is more important than the intensity or the duration at first. So the very fact or act of doing something for 100 days, even for a minute, starts to build the pattern that becomes automatic. And once it's automatic, you really don't have to think about it anymore, do you? No. So let's come up with empowering habits and let's create environments that foster our ability to follow through with taking action on these new habits. And guess what happens? Now we are rewiring our brain. And when we rewire our brain with something new, it sets aside the old. Wow. Well, you know, just listening to you, John, this, uh, once again, listeners globally, I mean, anybody can choose to do this. And the way you really just uh, break it down to just those small habits, those small actions, that's not so overwhelming for people. And uh, this is great news. Change. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's one of the problems that we face in our society today is, you know, everybody thinks that more is better, faster is better. Um, no, it's not. It, you know, when it, an overwhelmed brain reverts back to its comfort zones, a confused brain feels like it has to work, which means it says, nope, I prefer to go back to what I know. I'll share something with you that's really, really profound and worthy of some thought. And that's this. From a neuroscience perspective, people prefer to master disappointment versus mastering change. Really? Yes. Now, why? Because at least if I disappoint myself, I'm still in my comfort zone. And when I try to master change, I have to get out of my comfort zone. Now I feel uncertain. Now I may be embarrassed or ashamed or ridiculed or judged. So I prefer to master disappointment and deal with the devil I know Mm. versus unknown. So neurologically, this happens and most people are unaware of it and they start to rationalize. And the definition constants of rationalization is we start telling ourselves rational lies, why it makes sense to stay stuck or to not do this or to eat this right now, but wait till later, or I'm not ready and I'm too young and I'm too old and I'm too black and I'm too white and I'm too Asian. And this is what's causing the excuses and the stories that we have. And our job is if we really want to break free, if we really want to stop standing on the edge of our potential, what we have to do is become adaptationists. Hmm. Adaptationists. And right now, in this new world that we are in right now, everything changed when coronavirus hit. And we have to learn how to be comfortable in change. Now that's a skill that we can learn. 
And if we don't master this skill, then we will have a lot of pain and suffering that's really needless. So, so what about a small business owner? And I'm sure you, you, you are helping thousands who maybe their business is currently closed and they just don't know if they're going to bring their employees back. How can they master and adjust to that change without being fearful? So when we're in a fearful state, as I mentioned before, our Frankenstein brain has activated and our brain is going, what if, what if I lose my job? What if, you know, the business goes under? What if I'm asked to take a salary cut? What if, what if, what if, what if? And the first part of this is to think about this alert bell that's going off in your head like you do a little light on your dash lighting up. So you're driving your car and a light pops up on your dash and the light says you're low on windshield washer fluid, your your, your engine fluid is down, your left front tire is low on air pressure. So my question is, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to take a hammer and hit the light? I hope not. Are you going to sit there, drive your car and just keep looking at the light, look at the light, look at the light. I wonder what's going to happen. I wonder what's going to happen. What if I run out of gas? What if I run out of oil? What if the tire pressure, what if I have a flat tire? Is that what you're going to do? And the answer from most people is no, of course not. I'm going to, I'm going to take care of it. So here is activating the Einstein brain. So the Einstein brain is going to say, okay, yes, this is a possibility. Okay. That I may lose my job. Okay. That that's a real possibility. What can I do about it starting right now? What do I need to learn? Who do I need to call? How, what do I need to do with my resume? What business can I start? What furniture can I sell? How do I earn more income in the event that I'm asked to take less income? Now, what I've just shared with you is focusing on solutions versus hyper-focusing on potential problems. So, If there's a real possibility that any of these things will happen to you, where do you think you're best using your time, energy, and attention? On the problem or on figuring out a solution? And who do you think is going to survive and thrive when we have so much unpredictability and so many issues that we don't know um, uh, how they're going to turn out? The person who's already focusing on solutions or the person who's waiting, hoping, and praying for things to get better? Solutions. Solutions. So now what we want to do is teach ourselves how to be resourceful in the absence of resources and how to focus on solutions when there are real or potential problems at hand. So Every single smart CEO, business owner, astronaut, Navy SEAL, firefighter, uh, police officer um, has to anticipate what might go wrong. And if it does, what am I going to do? Hmm. That was just prudent thinking. That's prudent behavior. Now, if somebody chooses to be cognitively lazy, well, now you're going to be a victim. So you can either choose to be a victim without any control or you can be victorious by charting your own course course, and mastering your mindset and your emotions and your life. 
So, John, let me ask you this. So can people like meditate and get quiet and get centered and maybe do breathing? Does that help them to tap more into their Einstein brain and be more open to possibilities? Should they sit still every day to do that? What would that look like? Sure. So one of the things that I like to suggest that people consider is a daily practice of calmness. So in our mentally and emotionally and physically exhaustive days and weeks and months, what if every day for just five minutes, maybe every hour, maybe, you know, five or 10 minutes in the morning and five or 10 minutes at the end of the day, what if you just sat quietly, closed your eyes and either took a bunch of deep breaths for five or six minutes in through your nose quietly like you suggested before and out through your mouth and you just had a chance to decompress, to stop the noise, to manage the emotions better and to just be in a quiet, relaxed state. What do you think would happen? And the answer is, Number one, your IQ would raise. Number two, you'd lower your blood pressure. Number three, you'd be more calm. Number four, the Einstein brain would activate. Number five, your imagination would activate. Number six, you'd have more motivation. Number seven, you'd have more energy. I can give you 20, 30, 40 reasons why you want to do that, including becoming more aware, which is the greatest gift you can have. It's awareness, as I mentioned, that gives you choice, and it's the choice that gives you freedom. But if you're in a constant state of go, 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 and you're doing, 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 you don't have a chance to be. And so a simple practice, all right, eyes open or eyes closed, it doesn't matter, but a simple practice of decompressing, a simple practice of stopping, you know, those stress hormones from keeping you on edge all day long is great for your immune system. It's great for your brain to really help you achieve more of what you want to achieve. And so a daily practice in the morning is great. It's a great way to start the day. I have my bell on my cell phone go off at uh, 55 minutes past every hour and that bell just goes off just to remind me to smile it reminds me to get centered oh, it reminds wow. me to activate my Einstein brain it reminds me to ask the question am I doing the things that are going to help me achieve my health wealth relationships career business charitable goals am I being productive or am I being active and if I can have check-ins every hour of every day, just for five minutes, is it possible that I could steer my life in the direction that I want better than if I don't do that? That's so powerful. So, John, you do that every day? Every day. Um, and you have a very busy schedule. So I'm just saying to, to listeners, this is certainly a practice that all of you, no matter where you live, can really begin to implement in your life. And, and, and you said something that I want to, I just want to talk about for a moment. Okay. I have a very busy schedule and you're right. Now, my busy schedule is filled with high impact activities. I focus on the critical few instead of the trivial many. 
Now, the reason I can focus on the critical few versus the trivial many is because I have many, many, many times a day and a week to check in, to recalibrate, adjust, and then take action. So instead of being on the hamster wheel of life, go, 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 go. I get off the hamster wheel. I adjust the speed. I adjust where it's facing so that I could be deliberate about am I making progress or am I being busy? Good. Well, you know, uh, my friends, they knew that I was interviewing you today and they said, you have to ask him this one question. And it's, uh, can during these pandemic times, people begin to retrain or rewire their brain to attract more money? The answer is unequivocally, positively, Yes. Now, when we talk about attracting more money, a lot of people in the law of attraction world have what I believe is a misconception about attracting money. So the visual of attraction is like, you know, a magnet near another piece of metal. And all of a sudden it's like it sucks together. Now, Let me give you a slightly different visual, okay? Okay. And let's take our brain as an example. And um, Constance, what's your favorite music? Jazz, soft jazz. So Constance, if you were to um, take out your radio or your mobile phone right now, and um, you turned to the station that had jazz playing on, let's say that station was 92.5. Yeah. When you hopped on right onto that station, 92.5, is it accurate that the rock and roll stations wouldn't be heard? You're correct. Is it possible, too, that the classical stations wouldn't be heard? You're right. And the rock and roll stations or any other music that might be on 92.6, 92.7, 92.8, 92.9, 100, 105, etc. All of the other stations, all of a sudden, you don't hear them. You're locked on to 92.5 jazz, Constance Arnold's station of jazz. So you've locked in to that station. Now, if you move to 92.5 and a half, you might hear hissing, right? Yes. So what if we thought of our brain as a tuner and a receiver of energy in formation? So when we're hearing music, there's a radio station that is broadcasting that music through the airwaves, through radio waves. Our tuner picks up on it, and when we lock in on it, We don't hear anything else, even though every other type of music is being played, right? Right. Well, when people want to attract more money, what if we just thought, what if I just tune in to what's already here? Mm. What if I get my brain to tune in to the frequency of the money we want? What if I get my heart to amplify the vibrational energy of my body, 100 trillion cells through the emotions. Energy in motion is emotions. So what if my head, my heart, 
and my gut, right, were all aligned and in harmony with the amount of income that I wanted to earn. Now, a hundred trillion of my cells are in vibration and harmony with the income that I want to earn. That's part one. Part two, since we know money is a means of exchange between people, countries, uh, uh, businesses, uh, tribes, etc., what if I ask myself, what value can I bring into the marketplace so that the marketplace would want to exchange and give me money in return? So what product, knowledge, skill, tool, resource, idea can I bring to the marketplace so that the marketplace has this fair exchange with me? So now if I am thinking about the law of attraction and I remember the last six letters of the word attraction is action. Action, right. So what if with the law of attraction I added my famous law? It's called the law of Goya, G-O-Y-A. And the law of Goya is the get off your ass law. Ah, <laughs> And move towards the income that you want with fair exchange somehow. Now I have my head, my heart, my gut, and my feet are moving towards that station of money, that, that the abundance that's already here. So I'm going to tune in. I'm going to create coherence in 100 trillion cells, and I'm going to move my little feet towards it also that's when you will meet the success that you want. Awesome. Amazing. So, John, tell us about uh, Neurogym. That's your company. Tell us, how did that idea get downloaded to you? And you're so passionate uh, uh, about the brain and how it operates. And uh, explain to listeners how they can contact you. What kind of webinars do you have going on, special programs, etc.? Sure. Okay. So the website is myneurogym.com. Myneurogym.com. And the reason I wanted to get into Neurogym is uh, I've been fairly healthy most of my life. I had a little time there where I wasn't, you know, physically healthy. Um, and I realized that I had to exercise to strengthen my organs and to lose weight and to strengthen my muscles. And it dawned on me that for most of my life, I have been doing, let's say, goal setting and visualizing and meditating and mindfulness and affirmations. And it dawned on me that I was also innercising. I was strengthening my neuromuscles, my brain, my beliefs, my habits, my perspectives. And so I wanted to create a company called Neurogym to help people strengthen their mindset and emotional skills so they achieve their goals faster and easier than ever before. And I consider focus a skill. I consider your beliefs neuromuscles. I, I consider awareness a neuromuscle. And some people's muscles are weak. And some people's muscles in their brains are strong. So I created Neurogym and then I started to create some training around um, something that we call is the Brainathon with me and six other, seven other brain experts. And we invite people to an eight hour free training on how to change their brain so they can unlock their, their wisdom and their inner power so they achieve more income and wealth. And um, so people go to Neurogym, they can sign up every Saturday. There's an event 
that um, uh, they can sign up for, and it's free. And they can sign, they can watch for an hour, or three hours, or ten hours. And then I also, and that's at myneurogym.com. Okay. And then I okay. also created some brain training programs to help people reprogram their subconscious mind. And so we know that our subconscious is where our hidden self images that cause us to think we're good enough or not good enough, uh, you know, or um, uh, our limiting beliefs. You know, that's, that's where a lot of them are in our subconscious mind. Um, our fears are all triggered by our subconscious. So I created a bunch of programs to help people upgrade their brain so that they can use the most powerful tool in the universe. So I recently came up with a program called Seven Days to a Millionaire Mindset. We have a winning the game of money program, winning the game of fear program, winning the game of procrastination program, winning the game of weight loss program. And these are all based on the latest in neuroscience research uh, and in neuropsychology. So you can actually achieve more of your potential. Wow. So, so John, do you do these ideas? Are they, are they just downloaded to you? Uh, do you do you believe that because you're just open to unlimited possibilities that you're more open to receive it and you're tapping more free frequently into your Einstein brain? I'm just curious. Uh, yes, um, I believe. And, and a lot of the people that I work with also believe that when you tap into your Einstein brain and you activate your imagination, um, I think there's two parts to imagination. One is based on what's happening in your brain and your ability, you know, to formulate new ideas. But I also believe in the intelligence in the universe and that when you are open to ideas, the universe impregnates you with ideas. If you think about Leonardo da Vinci, like how did he draw things that we didn't even have the medals for? when he drew them. Mm -hmm. how, how did Edison come up with you know, so many inventions? And a lot of people who invent things, they'll tell you that the inventions came to them either in sleep or in what is called a hypnagogic state, a really relaxed state, almost in between sleep and awake, right in that zone, you know, where there's not a lot going on in their brain where they're thinking about the stress of their day. They're, they're just really, really, really relaxed. And their brain, which I believe is an electromagnetic switching station, allows light in through your eyes, sound in through your ears, um, signals you know, um, through your, your hands and feet and skin. Uh, when we are open to receiving, uh, that's when the universe is impregnating us with ideas. And that's how we solve problems. And that's how we create inventions. And that's how we innovate. And that's what's happening right now. A massive amount of innovations happening right now because of the turmoil that we're in. My last question. Before we started the recording, you showed me your digital picture image book. Explain that to listeners and why is that important? So when we activate our brain cells, with the images, words, sentences, affirmations, goals, dreams uh, for health, wealth, relationships, career, business, when we take the time to be clear on what it is that we want and we prime our brain daily, basically what that means is we 
instruct our brain that these are the things that I want to trade my life for. These are the charities that I want to make enough money to, you know, to support. These are the, the clothes, the cars, the trips, the people that I care about, that I want this to become my reality. And when we take a look at our vision board and we feel it, and we ask ourselves, you know, how can I achieve these things? How can I give these things? How can I become this way? Then our brain is going to help us find the answers. But we're also, by de fact, or by the fact that we have taken the time to say, this is what I want, our brain deletes and distorts everything that doesn't resonate or line up or match with what it is that I want. Now, most people are consumed by the 50,000 thoughts they have a day or by God knows how many you know, thoughts or impressions are coming in from their social media or television or radio, and they wonder why they're scattered and they wonder why they're unfocused and they wonder why they're so negative. And then they're, if they're negative, then they focus on what they don't want and they wonder why they keep seeing it and recreating it. Well, my exceptional life blueprint, which is what I call it, helps me stay focused on what I do want what I do want to trade my life for, what I am willing to work for, what I need to upgrade you know, my knowledge and skills around. So I'm being very deliberate with training my brain to focus on what I want instead of what I don't want. You are. Oh, my God, I could, I could talk to you all day. John, thank you so much for your wisdom, for your knowledge, for your passion, for sharing, just the way you're able to teach, train, break it down in small bites so that we can understand and implement it in our own personal lives. Uh, I, I'm so appreciative to you for sharing with my listeners all over the world today. And all I can say is God bless you. Thank you so much. And God bless you too, Constance. Okay, everybody, make sure you go to John's website. And uh, as I say every week, you may not know it or feel it, but you are surrounded by a loving, supported spirit. And believe and think and feel this week that something good is going to happen to you and through you for others. Make it a great week. Thank you for listening to Think, Believe, and Manifest. Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you. For more information, please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com.